0: Hello folks, welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show, it's Bill Gallagher, back with you again this morning, And a beautiful day. We had some crazy weather this last week. Uh, the governor actually issued a warning that, that Florida was supposed to tuck in its wings and, and Harden up when uh, some of the schools closed. That was like yesterday, two days ago. But anyway, the storm blew through here quick, and everyone is in good shape, and the sun is out, and that's, that's what we want to talk about. I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram for the loyal support through the years, and particularly to our driver, Mr. Daniel Dye, who's competing this year full-time in a Craftsman Series truck racing, NASCAR, and also running 10 select Xfinity races, which are starting at about... 36 days, 4 hours and 6 minutes from now. We don't keep track of that type of stuff around here, but we're getting pretty darn excited. So he'll, uh, he'll be driving for a colleague for uh, 10 of the Xfinity races. So if you haven't got it on your calendar, please join us out to the Daytona International Speedway and help cheer Daniel on and the cause that we're all so passionate about, the Race to Stop Suicide. And thank you all for your support in that. Well, got a really special guest that drove drove all the way down from Palm Coast, which was about 30 miles. He did it in six minutes. (laughs) He's got a very special car. Mr. Chanti Kai is with us today. Chanti. Yes, hi. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you for helping me with your last name. It's spelled differently than you pronounce it, but it's really cool. (laughs) So so, Chanty and I met, oh gosh, I don't know, what, a month, two m- months ago or month something ago. like that. Right. was introduced by Tony. What's, I thought Tony was going to be here too. Where did he go?
1: No, Tony is, uh, I think, taking care of his uh, uh, wife there at, uh, who's uh, recently been in the hospital. So oh, okay. yeah.
0: Oh, well, gosh, she's such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. I think guy. he knows everyone. And if he doesn't know anyone, <laughs> he'll call them anyway. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love his energy, for yeah. sure. So yeah. anyway, uh, we were introduced, and then, boy, just by happenstance, we were <clears throat> doing an uh, installation on a commercial system up in St. Augustine, and we could not figure out who we were going to select to find this product called a CT. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And, boy, Chanty jumps up and says, wait a minute, I manufacture <laughs> those things. So, Chanty, welcome to the show. First of all, Definitely. Tell, tell our listening audience uh, where you grew up and how you got down here.
1: Okay, so I, um, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's wonderful, and uh, it's, it's it's definitely nice to be out, especially in sunny Florida. And uh, so, in any case, a little bit about me. I uh, was born in Cambodia uh, back in the, uh, uh, I want to say, uh, late 60s. And uh, so, uh, and then, of course, uh, I think I was eight or nine, eight years old, during that Khmer Rouge, uh, which is the the dark days of uh, Cambodia back then, and uh, that uh, uh, holocaust, if you will, of our version of the the Nazi camps. And uh, after that, uh, we uh, made our way to Thailand, to the UN camps, and uh, resettled in uh, Chicago in 1981. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> early years uh, in uh, Cambodia, the first, I would say, the first nine, ten years of my life there, and, uh, and then we settled in Chicago, right from the topics, tropics, to the Windy city, so you can imagine now that was, the word culture shock, I was trying to describe you, offline, oh, like Bill, oh my God, no. oh, oh this is Lake Michigan breeze, oh, it's oh, unbelievable. So Cold. take
0: us back to Cambodia, if it, <laughs> you know, I know that probably some of the... Not the best memories, okay? But growing up as a child there, boy, that had to be that had to be something else. Oh,
1: it, it's uh, I you know, it's very difficult, especially you know, well, you grow up in the weather a nice uh, environment, uh, you have childhood, uh, right? I, I try not to think about it because I don't want to go through the shrink. Uh, I don't have that. Never had childhood. I mean, I had childhood full of horror, uh, and you know, you see, you know, people dying. And, Level parts on papaya tree and things like that. Just, you know, the shallow grave is just being open, the rice field full of fat, so it's nothing but people just got murder and a slaughter. I mean, you think about it this way, hard to visualize about a quarter of the population. You know, either you know, famine, right? Um, basic necessities like diarrhea, right? Uh, fever. There's no Tylenol, right? And that's just basic food. You don't have sugar and salt, So uh, the things that we, you know, normally think of here just basic need, necessity, survival, um, we never had. And uh, it's not because of the shortage of food, just the policies uh, that uh, force you that way. This is similar. I could relate to the folks in uh, North Korea, right? North Korea is not dying because of famine. They're dying because the leaders forcing them to be in that state because then – you have what you call a force uh, loyalty, if you will, right? You either believe you are loyal, or you'll be shot, right? Or if you're an educator, of the case might be, of uh, the different or re- the whole Chairman Mao concept re-education camp, right? So if you they think that you're not worthy of re-education, or you know too much, and then you died. And simplicity putting it and, and the, the, you, for your audience is this, Bill, is. Uh, just close your eyes and visualize. Twenty-four hours, of the the end of Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, New York. It just went dark, meaning that uh, the uh, the invasion of you will, uh, the political turn, uh, the invasion of the 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 Khmer Rouge, the power took over. They literally, with guns pointing, you evacuate. Literally, I just remember that now. Now that I'm sitting here. And just midnight they just come through as a you get out of the house. imagine visualize it yourself now, it'd be a, you know watching the n f l playoff right or golf what you know par nine right, and then you get out of your house and you leave mm-hmm. and that 's for the next uh four years you're in the mud i don't know you can find muddy in Florida right, and then you just from then on just hell one after the other and then, your family, one or two, either died uh, or you know they, they get taken off. It's almost like uh, what you call uh, sorting. Like um, it's, it's it's one of those things like your kids, like you, you pick people on your team. Yeah, you, know, you pick names. This is ex- except this is not a survival game. It's a death game, right? You you they pick your name, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much death. Wow! Man. Yeah, it, it, it's it's beyond it. It's, you know, sometimes I I, I I try to limit that to my son, but the love that I share with him, he couldn't comprehend, mm-hmm. and I don't blame him yeah. because he's just so extraordinary, so out of this world. Yeah. Right? Why would you do that?
0: Wow, that yeah. is that is incredible, Chandie. Yeah. It may be part of the reason you have become so successful now. Because I love to hear stories that people come from other countries and really kind of start out with nothing and grow a business and, and, and be able to have employees that you've done. So when you left Cambodia, you went to Thailand, okay, and then how did you get from Thailand over to America?
1: So we, um, there was a UN camp set up right at the border of, of, of Thailand. <clears throat> so we snuck to the camp, and then luckily we uh, have a, uh, an uncle uh, who just passed away. Uh, about five years ago, uh sponsors from Chicago, and uh, we located him. He was in Chicago, so we applied obviously through uh, immigration process and put in paperwork and uh, luckily you know uh it 's one of those things you know it 's uh you know there 's a haven 't sent it's truly it means exactly just that you know and uh, you, you pray and but you don 't know I mean what is America? Right. I mean when you've been so in hellish so you just want to get out to go somewhere. Uh, whether America or Canada, wherever it happens to be, you know, what is home, right? When you don't have any possession, the only possession you have is a, a short, a t shirt and a flip flop, right? You're in the tropics. And uh and then our name came up and then uh we went through the interview process. And that was just that. I mean I, I couldn't commend the, the diplomats, the the immigration folks. Yeah, they go through in the vetting system, you know, you know, this, this, and that, make sure you know, we're, we're good people. And then um, a total, I think it was uh, eight months, we were in the U.N. camp, and they flew us right to Chicago.
0: Oh, boy, what a culture shock. It was,
1: and then, exactly, and then and like, and people say, wow, that's a culture shock. Mm. And then, you know, we've had, again, discussion offline, but I mean, what is culture shock? Mm. You know, I mean, look at the dictionary, it defines it, but you don't really know what it means. The comprehension's not there, right? But... Just trying to think of it this way, when you're in Cambodia and Asia, the majority is Asians, right? Right. And then when I came in the early 80s, 81, you became that 2% or 3%. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I remember going to school in fifth grade. Coming back, tears just falling off, just literally flowing. And then I kept saying, like, what does that mean? I couldn't. I just couldn't come. You know, comprehend, absorb the fact that why all of a sudden you're a minority. One and two, you have no. Uh, it's 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 beyond handicap because you know people will ask like, do you speak English? You go, my automatic is always like, you've been told, you know, just little <laughs> a little <laughs> so,
0: bit. A little bit. Well, you speak great <laughs> English now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. This is this this is home. America has given me it beyond i mean this is home period i, I don't even ponder uh and then to create the life you know the education and to live here reestablish oneself uh, i mean uh, you know people when i um used to work with corporate America, I said, What private school did you go to uh I said uh, it's called Chicago Public School. thank you <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I yeah. think
0: back then the, the education was was excellent, so then you yeah. went to uh, Chicago public school, then where where'd you go then
1: then i uh because I, I went back earlier in a conversation about uh having childhood, the fact I never had childhood, and we grew up in poverty, and so all I wanted to do was to make money. Right to get something that's meaningful, mm-hmm. you can't do that in elementary school. You can't do that in high school. So I finished. I started fifth grade, and then the teacher gave, combined sixth and seventh grade together in one year. So I did from fifth to eighth. I did three years, wow. and then I did three years of high school. And my counselor said, "You, you're not normal. You don't do that because you couldn't master the language yet. You want to go to college? So that wasn't encouraging. But you know, you know, you know. I said, you know what? It's something that you want to do. So I left. High school, graduated my junior year, and then went to uh, Illinois Institute, uh, Institute of Technology for another four, uh, and then graduated as uh, electrical engineering, a bachelor of electrical engineering uh, there, and then started my career with the old Westinghouse uh, in Baltimore. Oh, okay, yeah, I couldn't stay in Chicago; it was just cold. I told my mom, <laughs> either east or west. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or south. Yeah, or south. Or not north Exactly. I can't imagine we're on flip-flops in Chicago, even in the summertime. Oh,
1: my God. It's, it's just cold. I mean, I love the city yeah. and what they've done, and that it's always my home. But no. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. cold.
0: Well, uh, tell me a little bit more. Once you're from Westinghouse, take us forward.
1: So Westinghouse, I did some work on, you know, uh, some radar system for the airport. You see these airports with the orange uh, radar system. I did a little work on that and then left there, worked for uh, various companies, smaller ones because I graduated in 91. That's right at the recession. And then I started my career with defense. Like somebody up there saying that, that's, you know, you'll be on that, right? right. So I left and then joined uh, Corporate America Duol. Black and Tanker. The wall, yeah. Yeah, I joined them and then from then on that was just literally the the world uh open because in the private sector, you know, anything is possible, right? There's no seniority, yeah. there's no uh yeah, legacy, you have to be from West Point, or uh, WMI, any of that, just you know, you're aggressive, you you it. So I went through spent years at uh well building the wall, uh, really, from uh engineering, uh electrical engineering to uh Uh, project manager uh, and then uh, product manager Hmm. and then that's when I realized um, wow capitalism is big and it's also pretty rewarding and then I started thinking what can I do beyond the corporate life and then uh, certainly that's when the inkling and the itching of starting my own business at some point. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, that's a fascinating story. we we'll to yeah. come all the way from Cambodia through Chicago and then end up down here in Palm Coast. Folks, we're going to take a short break, but please stay with us when we come back. We're going to p- talk more with Chanti and fill you in on the next edition. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at solarfit.com and set yourself free.
1: Solar fit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy.
0: Hi folks, welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher. I am talking with my friend Chanti Kai. Chanti, before the break, wow. Whew, man, what a what an interesting story you have. what a livelihood you've gone through. But thank you and congratulations for finally getting back where it's warm again down here in Palm Coast. <laughs> God, that's gotta feel pretty good. How'd you pick Palm Coast?
1: Now the uh my son graduated, I think it was uh two thousand uh four years ago. And uh I thought what's the best way to get him out of the country and uh it's you know teenagers is difficult so I lined up a cruise line right in Port Canaveral I have some friends here acquaintances in Palm Coast so that was a short a short stop and then I just for some reason since my first time in Florida when uh, I uh, took Brandon here for um to Disneyland uh when it was 3 uh, three years old at the time. Just my, it's, word, it's strong infatuation with the sun. You know, I just, when I first, I remember landing in Orlando, it was like, oh my God. You know, and then the story of, uh, I told this to the, the city council folks, uh, Palm Coast, and that is, it's like a like story of a turtle. You know, where you're born, and you're ready to die, you go to your place of that. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, maybe I have another hundred years left, but uh, boy, it is so true. It this is as close to home, without the crazy humidity of Southeast Asia, right? right. And but the sun here is just amazing. And Palm Coast, small city, just a disparity between, our, uh contrast, if you will, between Chicago, right? Oh my god, <laughs> different, but you know what? This is the way it should be. Yeah. Life should be like this so people know each other. Yeah. My neighbors, you know, we're on the first basis, help each other out all the time. We look after each other. And uh, to me, that's the next America, yeah. you know, that, that I really long for and uh, being a small town.
0: Well, what uh, inclined you to start your business?
1: Now, I spent my years there uh DeWalt. And then my, my parents uh, back in the Cambodia, they've always had their farm. They're like the mini Dole family. You know, they, they've always had commercial farming and they, they were well off. And then they've always talked about, you know, they would divide the lands up and then acres and each one have portions of that. And then I thought about, uh, you know, corporate life. Then you see people before you retired if you're lucky, you get a going away party, a cake, right. right? And then it's like, thank you for your service for thirty years. You get a plaque, right? And then, and then I thought about it the time I was renting, and then I just realized, oh my god, I'm actually renting out my life, right? Because there's no equity. You know, after your your lease is done, you leave, right? Mm-hmm. It's the landlord's collecting all the equities, and then that just became more and more to as I get older, right? And realize that you know. Uh, my life, uh, I'm leasing it. I've been leasing it for 20-plus years. And, uh, and then I started to uh, read various biographies. You know, the the Ford, you know, the world, the Edison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, the drive. I, one thing I wanted to, to do was, you know, everyone wants to do something independent. It's very noble. It's very inspiring. But also, it's very suicidal. It's when you have a stable income. You take everything that you have and you put in a new business, right It could be zero, I and mean, then you're in the mid forties uh late forties, if you belly up, you know you you're going uh, bankruptcy. so I started to train myself: am I durable enough right mm-hmm. do I have that hunger, that drive to be a business owner uh and I maneuver my way and then I kept the last two or three years. I going through ideas two thousand eight. I shall matter if I started entertaining a different concept. About two or three years, and you know, and then people would tell me, you know, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you come and work for me? I do some business and so on and so on. Especially the overseas folks who uh, wanted to settle in, uh, in the U.S., uh, Europe as well as in Asia. Then I realized, you know what? That's time, right? So I started. 2010, that's when they start, you know, breaking the bank and, and start taking I you know, start hitting in the garage. It's like a human – you know, people say um, America nowadays, is, you know, opportunity is a lot much less. It's very really tough to do. It's really – it's which lens you put on. Opportunity is more now than ever in the history of our nation uh, from the days of Henry Ford or the Edison – You know, all that because why is that the case? Because today you don't need vertical manufacturing anymore, right? You don't need the uh, tooling, the injection molding, the model shop, right? And all the crazy uh, 3D modeling and all of that. You would need different drafters. You can hire folks outside and format out and have almost like a a matrix organization. You just have a different expertise. And then you have very lean, you just focus on the product and the design. A perfect example would be in the in the eighties when you start manufacturing or well, any office uh, or company matter. Imagine just a fax machine, right? Mm-hmm. Copy machine, the computer. Mm-hmm. That alone will get you probably at least ten thousand bucks, right? I mean, you can go with Staples right now, pick up a printer for like freaking two hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm, right. Right or go on the eBay, how say get the thirty dollar printer, and it works, right? And who the hell uses fax machines, <laughs> right? you right. So the, it's it's the drive, and uh, the word that I often use all the time with the folks that work for me is the, the word is can doism. You know, it's not cannibalism. We don't do that kind of stuff in the Western world. <laughs> that attitude, right? The can doism. You know, you will get a lot of nose. You'll get a lot of kicks. You get a lot of cynicism. But you know what? You work for yourself. The only person that's laughing at you is you, (laughs) right? right? right. So I had that attitude, and then I kept going at it. And to start 2010, and then I um, was given this DNA by my mom—the ability to talk to people and they listen. Uh, I think that's the rare thing that she gave to me. So I would went to conventions and shows, and would show this product, and the guys, the big names that you see out there, and uh, Utility world, right? Uh, The big names, the big five names. We'll probably have three or four of them A private brand through us, right? They would call and listen, and they say, you know what? I I like the idea. Let's talk some more. And that's how it came about truly, Bill. I didn't have a marketing engine. I didn't go to, uh, you know, I have an MBA, but I didn't go to Harvard. You know, I'm proud of the Ivy Leagues. You know, I went to a good school, Loyola University in Maryland. MBA, but it's an average American school, right, above average American school. And with American education, public and not private, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just, um, you know, for folks that just recently landed at the airport, like this minute, or five years ago or ten years ago, the opportunities in America, it's just literally abundance. It just yet yeah, the hunger, the drive, the the fight, you know, that can doism to go at it. And then that's how we met. Right? I mean, through stuff like that, and they were able to partner on a project in St. Augustine. I mean, it's, it's a pleasure, and we were on the radio station. That <laughs>
0: happened pretty quick, did <laughs> yeah, <that's> pretty quick. <laughs> well, I, I had a chance to visit your manufacturing plant up on Commerce.
1: Commerce Boulevard, and, Boulevard Palm and Palm
0: Coast. Palm Coast, man. Yeah. Not only is it spotlessly clean, but the people there are awesome. I'll tell you, they are all <laughs> awesome. You, they uh, obviously they love you and they love what they're doing.
1: It's a, it's a, it's amazing you know when you uh, one is you know obviously it's a it's a great feeling to create jobs for folks but the other is to make a difference you know people's lives they come in I in my interview process very simple you know uh, can you sweep the floor right? do you mind you know cleaning the table right don't there's no job description on this stuff, right? That, that attitude. And then I always say, if you're here, are you here for money or are you here for enjoyment? You know, if otherwise eight hours. It's a long time, mm-hmm. a very long time. And then that attitude transcends everybody. Uh, I think they, they truly enjoy. They, um, they I hope they're working because I'm here with you. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I got a call and they're
0: all on vacation. Actually. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I think... Uh, it, it is all about the attitude, and you're absolutely right. You, you you think about it. If you live to be 60 years old, if you're lucky to be 60 years old, think, think about this. You spent 20 years of your life sleeping, eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> you spend 20 years of your life at work and 20 years of life maybe doing something else. Why not have the 20 years at work enjoyable? Why not exactly. work with friends and family and stuff? That's that's what makes it fun to come to work
1: it's uh it is funny for you know some of the listeners there' you know in the world of corporate America, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you fight for the cube size, the type of furniture you promote it to a director or right, VP, and then you have an office, you get a window. I mean, how silly is that these are grown men, right? Yeah. But it does happen today, and the life that we lead as a small business, which by the way, three quarter of the GDP of America, it's powered by. Small businesses. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, a, a colleague, a friend of mine, which is also a customer, John, I said, John, sometimes it's crazy. It, uh, he said, you know, you're like my wife I said no 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 no, no. let's not go there <laughs> you know and he, what he meant to say is like we spent more time together than he goes home in two or three hours and I thought like, I said that's well put yeah. and so you really have to open your eyes and say you know is that the next promotion you're looking for or are you coming to work because you truly enjoy it that's right. and when you do yeah. 20 years 30 years just just like that yeah, it, goes right? quick. it goes quick and that's the key to life I think
0: well, I think the the product that you're uh, producing there is making a difference in so many different ways. People, it's kind of something that you don't see and recognize unless you're in the industry, but it's helping you every day, right? Talk right. about your product. So
1: what happened was uh, I went from the days of designing uh, electrical products, in this case, uh, universal and permanent magnet uh, motors for power tools, so you have any tools, there I'm, you know, one way or the other I've to touched them, a uh, bit of it's uh, a yellow tool um, by DeWalt, so any case so I thought what would be the next thing to do that I could carry that knowledge over and then also look at something that would I impact in arena where the core, the big boys, you know, the billion dollars uh, enterprise would have a tough time getting a teeth on a teeth in, so what as I was going through, I realized transformer is really just in the motor. It's also you can do that in the way you measure electricity. You know, for example, uh, you know, let's say in your house you have this uh, socket meter in the back, right, which measure kilowatt hours. Well, for utility, their concern is billing you for an entire house. Uh, they don't care about how the, your usage or your profile. As a matter of fact, they don't want to know, let you to know, on the hourly basis how much you use, because guess what? Now you become conscious of your behavior. You're useless, you use less. You use less AC and so on. So what we do here, we're the uh, really three fronts. So one is bringing awareness of um, energy management using your, your energy, because the way that we're managing our, the, the utility we're managing right now is what I call a reactive, right? July is already gone, and you get a bill. And that happens to be 105 in Florida. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you crank up the AC 69, and then the bill is 300. It's too late. So you're not going to do a corrective actions. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we put a current sensor and then your circuit breaker, your panels, on uh, any part of your house that you want to measure, be your son's room, your living room, or your uh, garage, or even the sprinkler system. And what it does, it, it monitors and tracks your usage. You can turn things on and off, as you see, fit remotely with your um, uh mobile phone, or any uh, website access based, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then what it does, it gives you a proactive way of reducing your energy as you see it live. And also, you know, everybody talked about you know green and all that stuff. A lot of times that uh, we we preach, you know, what we don't do, right? It's more other thing you got you got to be a doer right rather than a a sayer Mm -hmm. so a talker so what this does is that it gives you the ability to not just save money but reducing the carbon that we all have talked about all the time the green gas and all that jazz and the power plant you can america can actually reduce at least 30 40 percent across the board without blinking an eye
0: that is amazing chanti we're almost out of time here what's the name of your company
1: the, uh, w- the name is Wattcore Inc. We're right in uh, Palm Coast, and uh, certainly you can see us at uh, Wattcore, W A T T C O R E.com, Wattcore.com, and then you'll read all about us. And uh, so, next time you're at the airport or you're ordering things from Amazon, chances are it's Power will buy our products.
0: There you yeah. go, folks. And I know you're out there listening today. Do you want to save money? Okay, you can give Chanti a call. Look up his uh, company information at Watcor, or you can call us. We'll connect you. We'll actually be uh, offering his products on a regular basis. Now, definitely. thank you very much. Oh, thank
1: definitely. You. We're hey. looking forward to work together.
0: Hey, thanks so much, man. This is fun.
1: Oh, it's definitely good. Thank we'll you do it so again. Much. I want to definitely. have your
0: son Brandon on definitely. next time. He's an awesome, awesome guy. We're we'll... talking
1: about astrophysics of the next show.
0: Astrophysics, <laughs> folks. Hang on. Okay, folks. Gotta leave it for now. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Solar Fit renewable energy radio show paid for by Solar Fit